I'm cool with doing it a short episode. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, don't have that much, I don't have that much to say about this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I really do either. It's just, it's just good and nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Even educated fleas do it. And by it, I mean thinking outside the box set. Aww. And also carrying tapeworm larvae. Uh, <laughs> I'm Maddie Hunt. This is Think Outside the Box Set, the internet's only outrage machine. I'm Cameron DeWitt. And do fleas really carry tapeworm larvae? That's what they are How? I don't know. They, they're, they're already so small. They're so small. I don't know how they... They must... Like tapeworm little like eggs or larvae must be these, very, very small. These bugs are... They're, they're bugging me out. I'm, yeah, I'm getting pretty bad. They're creating coalitions, and they need to be stopped. <laughs> yes, they're, working, we, they're learning to work together. We need to turn them against each yes, other. exactly. And gerrymander them. Yes. Make it so they can't have See any votes. the Barbie movie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> For reference. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think since the last time we recorded, I have gotten a cat and yeah. have had to take him to the vet. And therefore, times. a bunch of other creatures. And therefore... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I was buying Having a Having a cat sucks. <laughs> Welcome to the club. They're bad roommates. <laughs> Isn't that right, Gordo? Uh, yes. I didn't realize I was adopting a whole polycule of <laughs> creatures. Um, but yeah, apparently the vet was telling me that... This is my probably metamor got sock. <laughs> what? What did you say? I was just making a really boomery joke. Oh, okay. Um, that he probably ate, like, a flea at one point, and the flea had... Ate the flea? Yeah, like, it, he feels like the flea bite him, and he, like, reaches yeah. like... And, like, somehow ingested a tapeworm. It's made of protein. Way. I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> to eat the ants. <laughs> anyway, this is... We're doing it a little bit out of order, um, because... Which I guess we did last time as well, because we still have not found a time to watch A Star is Born, the movie. Um, and so we're with the last, um, up to this point, Lady Gaga album and last Tony Bennett album of all new material. Yeah. Uh, Tony Bennett just died. Yeah. I don't believe we said that on, on record, did we? I think it might have happened after the last time we recorded. Yeah, I think so. It's been a while. Sorry, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tony Bennett has died. I don't remember how old he was, but it was, I feel like it was old, <laughs> old enough. He was 90 something. That's good. I think. Good work. Yeah. Yeah. Well uh, done, my true and faithful servant. Let's see if, if, if Lady Gaga has like a Lady Gaga. Tony he was 96 when he died. Bennett death. Let's see if she has a statement about this. Okay. Lady Gaga honors Tony Bennett on what would have been his 97th birthday. Holy shit. Um, When his wife, Susan uh, Benedetto, revealed in February that he'd been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in 2016, few people thought they'd ever see him perform on stage again. With his advanced age, 96, and declining health, Lady Gaga knew Tony Bennett's death was looming, which is why she considered it such a gift to escort him off stage for the last time ever. Ugh. Mm. Gonna cry. Yeah. Um, born Anthony Dominic Benedetto in August uh, 1926. Mm-hmm. He forged a legendary career in music spanning seven decades and is widely considered a champion of the American songbook dedicated to preserving compositions penned by Cole Porter and the Gershwin's Duke Ellington, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
How did Lady Gaga respond to Tony Bennett's death? Lady Gaga responded to Tony Bennett's death in an Instagram post. Hmm. It's fine. It makes uh-huh. sense. Shared on July 30th, uh, 2023. I will miss my friend forever. I will miss singing with him, recording with him, mm-hmm. talking with him, being on stage together. With Tony, I got to live my life in a time warp. Uh-huh. Tony and I had this magical power. We transported ourselves to another era, modernized the music together, and gave it all new life as a singing duo. But it wasn't an art. An but act. It, an act. Sorry. I'm having trouble reading. I think I need to get glasses, which I'm excited for because I think I'll look really hot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sentimentality. Our relationship was very real. Sure, he taught me about music, about showbiz life, but he also showed me how to keep my spirits high and my head screwed on straight. Straight ahead, he'd say. He was an optimist. He believed in quality work and quality life. Plus, there was the gratitude. Tony was always grateful. He served in World War II, marched with Martin Luther King Jr., and sang jazz with the greatest singers and players in the world. Here's a picture of them hugging. Oh. Wow, he participated in the Selma to Montgomery marches. That's amazing. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, that is so sweet and so that lovely. That is really sweet, yeah. And yeah, I really, I really like Lady Gaga and mm-hmm. I like her relationship with this old man. Yeah. <laughs> I think especially like, you know, in a culture where... Old men don't get to be mentors to young women without gross shit happening. Yeah. I think it's, like, really refreshing to see this relationship. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. Yeah, totally. Good. Yeah. Good. No notes. No notes. They made an album, an, a second album, Love for Sale. Love for Sale. <laughs> totally unproblematic. <laughs> Title and song. Old um, jazz songs. Old jazz songs. These are all Cole Porter songs. Um, which is interesting. I don't know. I think I think I, I want to learn more about Cole Porter at some point because yeah. they had at least one Cole Porter song on their first album together, the two of them. And I think it had, that's the one, um, Anything Goes. Uh-huh. Which to me is like... Good's bad today. <laughs> Good is bad today. Yeah. It's like such a fascinating song. Like it's, it's um, what is it? I forget. There's like some some uh like one of these like internet laws or rules or whatever it's like the man yells at cloud no it's it's more like um any like at a certain point satire becomes indistinguishable from the thing it's satire yes. satirizing yeah, yeah. because especially know. in like internet context like things will get so extreme and people will actually like say some wild wild shit um and pose, pose law. law that's what it is yes thank you pose law um, and to me, that song is like very much Poe's law of like, is Cole Porter satirizing like old men who yell at clouds or is he an old man yelling at a cloud? <laughs> uh, okay. I want to just, I don't want to actually read this, what Poe, of the origin of Poe's law, but I'll put it in the learning links. Yeah. It was, um, originally from the context of creationism of, um, yeah. Creationists would say wild enough shit that you could never tell if. Someone was satirizing creationists or just sincerely believing in creationism. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so Cole Porter songs. Um, I don't know much about Cole Porter. I think of him as being like active during the 20s and 30s. The 1920s and 1930s. 
<laughs> or the, the 1920s and the 2030s. <laughs> They're going to bring him back. <laughs> um, My favorite vampire, Cole Porter. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is released in 2021. Um, Tony Bennett is perceptibly older sounding. Yeah. Um, still, still good. Mm-hmm. Really good singing. Wow. Apple Music has official animated artwork for this album. Oh. It's mostly just like an animated GIF of the different parts of the collage sort of flying together and flying apart. It's not all that great. <laughs> should we listen to some songs? We should listen to some songs. Okay. Oh, these Let's are... listen to the one uh, that Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey made famous. Do lovely. Let yourself go. So please be sweet, my chickadee. And when I kiss you, just say to me, it's delightful. It's delicious. It's delectable. It's delirious. It's the lover. It's the limit. It's the loss. It's the lovely. Oh my god, I take it all back. For some reason, I remembered the movie D. Lovely from 2004 as starring Kevin Spacey. It turns out it's actually Kevin Klein. Oh, okay. Who, as far as I can tell, is great. You've conflated your Kevins. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is this song? Uh, so control your desire to curse while I crucify the verse? That's like a rap lyric. It really is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cole has got bars. He does. Yeah, he... Um, it's, it starts from a very meta textual place. I feel a sudden urge to sing the kind of ditty that invokes the spring. So control your desire to curse while I crucify the verse. This verse I've started seems to me the tin pan of melody. It's a little forced. Um, so to spare you all the pain, we'll skip the darn thing and sing the refrain. Come on. Fine. Yeah. So I guess the main sort of device in this song is using delightful, delicious... And then making up a new word with the prefix D, which mm-hmm. is de lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of loveliness. Is that what it means? I mean. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think we can really have an etymology of it. Who could say? Because I don't think, I don't know if delightful or delicious are using like D-E as like a prefix of a preposition. Latin like day. Well, uh, do you have anything else to say about this song? You can tell at a glance what a swell night this is for romance. You can hear dear mother nature murmuring low, let yourself go. Please be sweet, my chickadee, and when I kiss you, just say to me, it's delightful, it's delicious, it's delectable, it's delirious, it's dilemma, it's delimit, it's deluxe, it's It's dilemma. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I like the idea of mother nature murmuring low, let yourself go. Well, should we listen to Night and Day? Those, those octaves are so lovely. Mm. De lovely, excuse me. Yes, thank you. Sounds exhausting, though, what they're talking about. <laughs> Spending your life making love to someone. Night and day, day and night. Um, I think at the time that this song was written, making love to someone didn't exclusively refer to having sex with them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think it's. I think by this point it was still kind of old-fashioned to use it in this sense, but um, just like 
being romantic could be referred to as making love. That's interesting. I was just listening today to a Roscoe Holcomb song where he talks about a woman catching her her man making love to someone else. And I was like, this is kind of racy. Hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe it's just kissing. Wow, it is still the first listed definition stuff. on Wiktionary. It says, to make amorous approaches, to woo, romance, or court. It's number one definition, but it, it does say it's archaic. I like that, de- I like that definition. Yeah. You're making love. Exactly, yeah. Good. And, th- and then, you know, if we can use that phrase for, you know, wooing or courting, then that frees up. We, we don't have to use that word or that phrase like as a euphemism anymore. We can just go back to talking about making whoopee <laughs> like God intended. <laughs> well, it's good to know we have an episode title. <laughs> making whoopee like God intended. Well, there's a really great ending here. I think this is where they sing a really close dissonant harmony. Mm -hmm. I want to point this out. Night and day. Night and day. So that's uh, Tony is on Ray, like on the second degree of the scale. Night and day. And... Gaga is on Tay, the flat seven degree of the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, presumably like over a one chord. So like, well, let me go over to the piano real quick. Yay, piano time. Don't wake up again. <laughs> so it's in C, I think. My piano's out of tune. So you got a C major chord here. And they're singing this over the top. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of those are C major notes. <laughs> Good shit. Mm-hmm. Like the beat, beat, beat of the tom-tom when the jungle shadows fall. Oh. <laughs> kind of racist. <laughs> like the tick-tock of a stately clock as it stands against the wall. Like the drip, drip, drop of the raindrops when the summer shower is through. So a voice within me keeps repeating, you, you, you. Those are good lyrics when they're not being racist. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't talk about tom-toms. <laughs> You know this like whole religion, <laughs> like this religious practice of the of indigenous people. That's how I feel about you. <laughs> he says jungle shadows. I think they're thinking more of like darkest Africa. But you, so you think they're just conflating tom toms with? I don't think he probably put that much okay. thought into it in terms of like which drum might they use yeah. in a jungle situation. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, should we talk about the titular song? Love titular songs, yes. In their childish way, I know every type of love about a fallen If you want the thrill of love, she's been through the mill of love. Oh, no! New love, every love but true love for sale. Appetizing young love for sale. I think this song is really well written. Uh, yeah, it, it makes me like uncomfortable mm-hmm. because like 
you, you can't just like apply like, you know, simple, like pro pro sex worker, like stuff, you know, to antiquated songs. Cause in their, like in their context, sex work is like bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bad people are doing it. <laughs> it's yeah, like the yeah. idea. Yeah. But, um, I, feel like i don't know is this song actually condemning this sex worker i don't know it still like has some stuff that feels kind of judgmental love for sale appetizing young love for sale bone chilling love that's fresh and still unspoiled love that's only slightly soiled (sighs) yeah but then it says in the bridge let the poets pipe of love in their childish way i know every type of love better far than they mm-hmm. if you want the thrill of love she's been through the mill of love old love new love every love but true love yeah i feel like this this song isn't it's very irreverent mm-hmm. but i don't necessarily know if it's like trying to be condemning or disrespectful yeah it's like placing this character in a in a societal context and giving her a kind of respect within that context that is inherently not willing to give her the respect that she deserves. Right. And you bringing that up, um, I think brings up an important point that um, I think all of these songs are from musicals. So of course, like they have their own context right. and their own meaning, like in the musicals themselves. And um, when they're, you know, divorced from the musical and sung on their own, it gets a little, it's all different um like for instance when people sing mac the knife as a jazz standard regardless of like what it means in the context of the three penny opera right um he's not just like some fun cool like daddy-o uh-huh. mac the knife he's a monster yeah 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 i wonder what the the context for this song is yeah i don't, I don't actually know what play it's from there's a great intro to this with I, I think a really cute rhyme scheme. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Hopefully it plays the whole thing. I knew we get to hear Tony. When the only sound in the empty street, street. is the heavy tread of the heavy feet that belongs to a lonesome cop. She opens shop. That's, that's fun. When the moon so long has been gazing down on the wayward ways of this wayward town, that a smile becomes a smirk. She goes to work. This album has a lot of these intros, and I think they're... I wish more pop songs today had intros like this. Yeah. That, like, have this, like, slow kind of build up, and then they, like, kick into it. Mm-hmm. Then the beat drops. That's good. Why don't we do <laughs> that dynamic. anymore? It's so good. Taylor yeah, Swift is, like, leaving money on the table. Oh my god, you're so right. And she's making a lot of money. <laughs> she so could make money. even more. <laughs> you're so right. Oh my god. Yeah. She's she's busy trying to like write her shitty little bridges. <laughs> she could be doing intros. Mm-hmm. Love for sale. Um yeah. 
Uh, I don't think I have anything else to say about this song. Yeah, let's listen to Do I Love You? Do I? Do I love you? Do Gaga solo. Don't I show you I do Just as you love me So the song's kind of a bluff, but it's basically like, what if my love for you was like an immutable, uh, you know, extension of the cosmos? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if the sun should desert the day, what would life be? What would life be? That's like... It's very... It's very The Blackest Crow. The back, exactly. Uh, uh, Which is the black a folk is, song that is, as far as I can tell, not racist. I Yeah. Uh, the Blackest Crow that ever flew would surely turn to white. If ever I prove false to you, the day would turn to night. Good's bad today. Yeah. <laughs> um, it also makes me think of the song The Twelfth of Never. Oh, yeah. Which um, uh, Nina Simone has an amazing version of. Well, do we got to talk about all these songs? <sighs> uh, we could move on to. to is, do we have anything to say about I Concentrate on You? I didn't concentrate on it very much. <laughs> okay. I Get a Kick Out of You is, uh, is a great song. Yeah. We, we should listen to that. And then Let's Do It, obviously. Oh, yeah. In a box with a fox. Flying too high with some gal in the sky is my idea of nothing to do. Yet I get a kick out of you. I like how pro drugs this song is. Yes, exactly. This is before I think they outlawed cocaine. (laughs) It's just like this normal thing that people were had like in toothpaste or whatever. Um, Some, they may go for co- cocaine. I'm sure that if I took even one sniff, it would bore me terrifically too. Yet, yeah, I get a kick out of you. That is such a fun structure to yeah. that um, verse. Yeah. There's a lot of like fun angel rhymes and stuff. The verse before it is, I get no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why should it be true? I get a kick out of you. Um, so like the first line doesn't rhyme with anything. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's like internal rhymes. And then in the second verse that you read, I'm sure that if I took even one sniff, it would bore me terrifically too. Good. Rhymes sniff with terrifically. But then also the end of the line rhymes with I get a kick out of you. Um, (laughs) I get no kick in a plane flying too high with some gal in the sky is my idea of nothing to do. That's great. (laughs) That's great. He joined the Mile High Club and fell asleep halfway through. Just honked. Boring. <laughs> Snooze fast. I want to snort that lady. <laughs> oh, I would love to snort that. Uh, should we do Let's Do It? I mean, let's do it. Folks, since I am oh. doing it, 
think a Siamese twin some Argentines okay. without means do it people say in Boston even beans Okay, <laughs> I forgot about some of these, some of these details. People, people say in Boston, even beans do it. That's funny. That's hilarious. That's good. That's a good line. Yeah. So a lot of this song is about how different ethnicities still have sex, <laughs> even though they're, they're well, distinct ethnicities. It's not. It's not necessarily ethnicities, unless birds and bees are. Well, I mean, I was, that's why I said a lot of it. In Spain, the best upper sets do it. Lithuanians and Lets do it. The Dutch and Old Amsterdam do it. Not to mention the Finns. Mm-hmm. Folks in Siam do it. Think of Siamese twins. <laughs> that's like a weird little horny moment. Yeah. Like, here, here, I thought about that. Now that's in your brain. Two at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then like poor Argentinian people. <laughs> yeah. I like it better when she's being, or he's just being wacky with it. Electric eels, I might add, do it. Though it shocks him, I know. Why ask if I should do it? Waiter, bring me, oh, if Shad do it. Like the fish? Yeah. Waiter, bring me Shad Rose. That's good. Yeah. That's funny. It's sexy. (laughs) Funny (laughs) and sexy. In Shallow Shoals, English souls do it. Soul, the fish. Like kind of this is the best line. Goldfish and the privacy of bulls. Do Good. <laughs> the privacy of bulls. Good song. That's great. It, and what is it? What is this? You know, what's the antecedent to this pronoun? Falling, I think we all falling know. in love. I think we all know that. It's falling, falling in love. <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. I wonder if doing it had the same sense of making whoopee by that time. <laughs> For that matter, where does whoopee <laughs> come from? I don't know. Let's listen to another excellent intro. Beautiful. I love this, like, non-jazzy piano. What do you mean by that? It's just like... When triads. the little bluebird oh, okay. who has never said a the word The pentatonic melody. to sing spring, spring. When the little bluebell in the bottom of the dell starts to ring, ding, ding. When the little blue clerk in the middle of this work starts a tune to the moon up above. So, such a great transition. That's all simply telling us to fall in love. That's so good. Oh, I wish I had more of that. Oh, good. I have a note here that says verse four is great. Oh, yeah, you already read that. The electric eels. Yeah. Good. Uh, I like this album. Hmm. Okay. What else? What else do we got? I keep closing my soundboard. Wow. Did you find Let's Do It? It, meaning the sex act is from the 1610s. Holy shit. Wow. So I guess doing it is a much older 
like slime yeah. sense. No denial. plausible deniability there. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got just one of those things. Okay. That our love affair was too hot not to cool down. So goodbye, dear, and amen. Here's hoping we'll meet now and then. It was great fun, but it was just one of those things. So that was a one night stand, basically. Yeah, that's the idea. This is a Tony Bennett solo. And I kind of like that the, the stance of the song is like, yeah, we had a good time and that's fine. We don't need to like try to force it into a longer thing. We don't need to like feel guilty about it. We just can just enjoy the time we had. Yeah. Um, it was just one of those things, just one of those crazy flings, one of those bells that now and then rings, just one of those things. <laughs> yeah, it seems like, you know, it might be like slightly fuckboyish. You know, Maybe. but 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 a more generous reading would be it's just one of those things. <laughs> Who knows what the the context of the musical that this comes from is in? Yeah, it could definitely be a yeah. song by a fuckboy character. Yeah. Well, we have one song left. It's Dream Dancing, mm. and I forgot to take a sound. Well, I have a sound sample, but I didn't volume normalize it. Here we go. <laughs> Dream dancing with you. I'm not sure what this song is about. It's about dream dancing. Oh, well, I guess I wasn't listening. <laughs> it's about, yeah. I I mean, I think it just means that, you know, when I go to sleep, I'll be dreaming of dancing with you. And then it's this whole thing about like, we'll be dream dancing. Um, wow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And I don't know if it's like meant to be like the lovers are apart or like one of them's dead or something. But like the intro, when shades unfold, the sun sets gold and stars are bright again. I smile, sweetheart, for then I know I can start to live again, to love again. I look at my token. Only I know its specific ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of sweet, you know, considering now that like. Tony Bennett has died, and mm-hmm. yeah, I like the idea of them connecting in some sort of metaphysical way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Good. Oh, what a lucky windfall! Touching you, clutching you all the night through. Clutching is a little bit, I don't know, weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think anyone puts that in their like dating profile? <laughs> Looking to clutch. Looking to clutch. <laughs> Just looking for a one-night clutch. (laughs) (laughs) So far, I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Well, that's, so far, the last Lady Gaga album. But we still Mm -hmm. have the film. Got a back film. There's still a star that needs to be born. Just waiting to be born. So, eventually, we'll watch that. And hopefully, very soon, in enough time to release it for next week's episode. It turns out it's hard to, like... Watch a movie and then record the same night. And it's also hard to make two, to, to schedule two hangs in one week. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I guess it's, this is my turn to, God, I wonder if I remember any of this. Thanks for listening, y'all. 
Um, <laughs> Cameron just zoomed in. I can't read at all right now. My eyes are really blurry. And they zoomed in only onto the interface elements of the Google Doc. <laughs> so we saw just a bunch of really big icons. Um, thanks for listening, y'all. Until next time, where we talk about A Star is Born, you can um, visit us online at boxset.website. Um, you can email us at email at boxset.website. Um, the link to our Discord is in the show notes. So join our Discord. It's low traffic, high fun. Um, <laughs> and um, you can support our show in a number of different ways, including you know spreading the word about it, raising awareness, um, consciousness raising. And you can support us more directly by going to our Patreon at support.boxset.website. Kicking us a few bucks every month will get you access to all of our bonus materials, including a weekly, well, mostly weekly mini show called What's in the Box Weekly, um, recently renamed to (laughs) (laughs) W-E-A-K-L-Y. And this week we both talked about Barbie, the movie. Yeah. Yes. And we had some takes that were hot, some that were tepid, and some that were just ice cold. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, check it out at support.com. Bring your thermometers, folks. Yes. Um... So thanks for listening, y'all. Until next time, I have been Maddie Hunt, and I am appetizing young love for sale. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Cameron Duet, and I'm making whoopee like God intended. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Also, I want to snort that lady. (laughs) (laughs) Also. (laughs) Also, I'm looking for a one-night clutch. This is the shortest episode we've ever recorded. How long was that? I feel like we started 40 minutes ago.